Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the wrong side of 30. If you're listening to this, it probably means you're old and decrepit and uh, welcome to the party. My name is Brandon and I am joined by Mr. Billy Bill Bill. Billy. Hello. And the wonderful, the amazing, the super funny, the very giggly Keisha. Oh, hello. Very giggly. Now I'm going to be all paranoid during this whole recording that I giggle too much. Yeah, stop giggling. Well, you were saying you were going to giggle less. And I was like, I already have so many of your giggles. I can just add it to our, uh, what do you call the little like thing I have here? The, the little board? The little board, yeah. It's it's good like B-roll. If there's ever an awkward silence, just plug in one of my giggles and we're all good. How are you guys doing? I had a fun time last week. You had way too much fun last week. Well, okay. So I was way too mean to Keisha because I was very drunk because Keisha was an hour and a half late. So I had two hours of drinking. <laughs> That's true. So that is true. Part- it, is not, it is still my fault. I take responsibility for my actions. It's okay. But, you, but, but I don't take responsibility no, for anything. Saying. Did Paula tell you that you were especially mean to um, me? Everybody said we were especially mean to you. Actually, like, I, I had to replace the episode because Billy was like, hey, I think I was too mean to Keisha because at one point I told her <laughs> that she should shut the fuck up. I think we should cut it. And I was like, what do you mean? No, it's great. It's conflict. It's funny. And then Chris, who was a guest last week, shared like uh, some thoughts from his friend. And his friend was just like, who's this Billy guy? He's so mean to Keisha. How could he how could he talk that way? And, and made it like a, a like a, a way like, oh, you're talking to women. And it's like, Keisha's not a woman. She's Keisha. Yeah. And I'm an insul. So you know how it is. Um, but then by the end of the episode, when she got to the bottom five, she came back around and now you're her second favorite on the show, Billy, after Keisha. Oh, good. Good. Um, Keisha, I, I am sorry. I do have feelings. I know it's hard to believe that after some of our recordings, but, uh, most, most podcasts I text Brandon and say, was I too mean? And he says, no, ramp it up. So really you can blame him. Yeah. I'm not a great, I'm not a great judge in like modern society. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about what is PC and okay. I'm just like, basically, did you say the N-word? No, it's okay. <laughs> That's pretty well, much my only rule. That's the only thing that is just out of bounds. There's no reason why you would ever have to say it. I'm just getting a lot of positive feedback for the rage and anger. We got a cameo last week, and I didn't yeah. have a chance to record it. But Mike Hawk, whoever you are, thank you for um, congratulating me on my phenomenal anger. It's something I've worked my entire life to get to. So you didn't have to pay for cameo for that. Uh, Mike Hawk, you're a good guy. Keep listening and stay angry. I'd like to thank Billy's uh, parents for making him this angry. Yeah, definitely thank my parents. Jim, Susan, if you're out there listening, fuck off. <laughs> oh, I want to say, so Billy, my mom was saying that, who is like your one of your fans, 
she said that I could tell that Billy felt bad about what he said about his parents. The, epi- the, the episode after that, he was so apologetic. I could tell. I really did feel <laughs> awful about it. I, I Even just saying fuck off right now was a total lie. I was like, Grace, you're way too invested. Go get a hobby. <laughs> I love Grace. I hope she's a fan of mine one day, but you know. No, you're still not funny to her. I know. I got to say, Keish, uh, so you were telling us a story before uh, the show started, and you reminded me of something. So I was, uh, Paula went home to see her family in Mexico, and since flying is not super safe during the pandemic, uh, she flew out of San Antonio because it's a direct flight, as opposed mm-hmm. to flying out of Austin, which is where we live, which is a connection. So I had to drive to San Antonio you know, drop her off and drive there to pick her up. And while I was waiting for her in the cell phone parking lot, I had to pee. And knowing what I know about public restrooms and about how COVID fucking spreads when people like flush their shit in public restrooms and it like flies up in the air, I was like, I'm not going to a public restroom. So for the first time in my life, I just took like a a cup. I had a Starbucks cup in there from like, you know, my pumpkin spice latte. And I just peed in my car. Nice. And it was great. It worked perfectly. I thought it would be, I thought it would be risky and a mess. No. It's because you're used to that Starbucks cup being warm in your hand. That's really (laughs) the trick. I don't know (laughs) if that's it, but it's changed. I'm never using a public restroom Ever again. I will only now pee in a cup. If that's how you feel, we should just get you a catheter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's easier for a dude to pee in a cup. Have you ever tried Being to... a woman? No. But thank have you, you like, for the you opportunity. Seen the, the 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 cup thing? The 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 portable pee? For women? Is it like a for funnel? Women? Paula got it... a period cup. I don't I don't really understand how Oh it well works. I mean that's just that's just good for the environment. But this is like, it looks like a... What the fuck um, are we... What's a period cup? I keep... (laughs) It (laughs) is what it sounds like. You put the... It's like a thing. You put it in and then it catches all the periods. I think you fold it. Use fewer pronouns. You put it in and then when you let it go, it's... This is what it sounds like. It goes... (laughs) 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 No. So what what I'm talking about is, you know, the... um, Like a jock... Not a jock strap. Is that what it is that that you... it's like a cup for your, for yeah, your penis while you're playing. Yeah. Okay, so it, it's like that, but it's like shaped for a woman. And then there's like a little funnel. She keeps making like a slit-like cupping <laughs> motion. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about the, the portable peeing thing for a woman. So it's like a, a funnel that fits on to your, um, to your vagina. Vulva? And then, and then you pee in it and then it funnels out. So you can put the funnel in a... In a in a can or a cup or something, because if you try to pee without one as a woman, I've done that before. It's not easy. You never know which direction it's going. Yeah, if you're not just safety like squatting in a bush, it's gonna be a mess. Right. Sometimes it's like facing like it's left, it's right. Depends on the pressure, how fast you want to pee. It's just a lot. So this does sound oddly familiar. Yeah, the funnel cup thing. If I were a woman, I would just free bleed. (laughs) Oh. Hashtag free bleed. Oh, man. In all white yoga pants. Speaking of bleeding. it's You know, it's not all liquid, right? Like, it's, it's some of it is, like, sticky. No, ew, gross. Nobody, nobody wants to hear that. Get to know it's, it's part of your body. It's fine. It's human Keisha, body. It's, you're it's not part of aren't, his body, have, Aren't you gone through menopause yet? No, not, oh, no. Are we going to be recording a podcast when I go through menopause? That'd be great. We'd have to change the name of our podcast, though. Or maybe it's, like, seasons. Like, season two is... 
wrong side of 40. I'm sure we'll change the name of this podcast at some point once we figure out a better name. Would it even be a podcast that far in the future? I'm assuming there'd be some better form of technology than just podcasting. <laughs> oh, oh, can I give an update on my on my neck thing? Yeah, please. Okay, so um, what was did I say last time that we don't know what we didn't know what the results? We need were, to reset. Were... So why don't you just do a quick reset on what we talked about last time? Oh, so you guys don't. Well, Brandon knows, but you guys don't know the actual. Okay. I don't know. She's pregnant. So no, no. Uh, okay. So they finally called me, and they were like, uh, "Hey, remember how we said with the biopsy test, it's either going to be a yes or a no, and then there's a slight chance that it's a we don't know." And I was like, "Yep." And the fact that he called me instead of just sending me an email with my results, like I knew it was a thing. So he was like, so it's a we don't know. Ooh. And I was like, uh, okay, so what does that mean? And note that this he called me in the middle of an argument between me and Quincy. Oh, no. And so I had to like pull it together. And he was just like, well, we have to do this. You know, we're thinking about either getting another biopsy or we can just go right into surgery and like just remove either the nodule of it or the whole like thyroid. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Let's go with that. And then I hung up and I started crying, but not because of that. I was just like, I was having a rough day. And for those of you who can't see, Keisha has a large hole in the side of her neck while she's telling this story. (laughs) Please continue. She she actually has one of those. Remember like Kane from the WWF and the put on his neck? That's how she's talking. Fast forward. I told my dad, he's like, you're not going to go to a doctor in Austin. You're going to go to MD Anderson in yeah. Houston, which is like yeah, the cancer the Houston, Houston sure. is one of the best medical communities in the United States. Yeah. And honestly, like I, as soon as I put in a request to like get an appointment, it's been like the best like white glove service I've ever experienced for a hospital. Like it's amazing. They they called me three times to confirm exactly everything. The woman scheduling my call was like, you know, I can look at your results. I can tell you where what kind of appointment I think you need. And she was like super knowledgeable. Anyway, so I have to go up there for a second opinion and a consultation on the 29th. But I have appointments two days ahead of that. So I, I found out I have to take a COVID test on Saturday. They got to stick things up my nose. And then I have like a registration thing. So it's kind of like having to do all of that and think about it. And then my first priority was like, I'm going to go find a really nice Airbnb to stay in Houston. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm going up. Uh, I think Quincy's going to come with me. My dad's flying into Houston. Oh, that's cool. Just to be there. He can't actually go to the appointment with me, but they did say that I could like FaceTime while the doctor's telling me like what's going to happen. So it's just a consultation. I probably will have to go back to get the surgery done, but I don't know when that's going to be. But at least like I got, you know, the doctor I wanted. Yeah. And you'll know. To go to. Yeah. And, and I'll you'll know, feel confident. So. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's all. That's my update. Well, we wish you. We hope everything goes well. I will happily look after chunks for you next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to prepare for like a lot. Well, you have to help potty, keep potty training. I know. I'll, I'll help you. I will. I will. I'll send you a bag of green beans, frozen green beans, and that's how you get him to do anything. He he is like a slave to green beans. And just even say green beans, he'll do whatever you want. Foaming at the mouth right next to Keisha at this very second. I'll get some green beans and be like, do my taxes. He'll be like, all right. He gets- <laughs> He's like, on it. Are you, are you filing as an as independent? <laughs> that's about the only tax term i know so that's the extent of that joke there you go no it was a good job uh, i was kind of worried about recording today because i was not feeling great i was having a, a down day 
sad day. And then the sadness turned to anger and rage because I got banned from next door for 15 days. What the f- Brandon. Dude, you suck. <laughs> like, No, I don't suck. Next door sucks because they don't like they don't choose moderators that understand how the Internet works. They choose like easily triggered snowflake old conservative women. Karen's that are like, I think we should jail the homeless. And I'm like, why? I think that's what an asshole would do. Can you be? How do you how do you become a moderator for next door? That's a great question. I Didn't think you, you have to banned like six episodes ago. You got banned. Yeah, for I like got a banned month. for four days, and now David I'm banned for fifteen days. Yeah, for calling out a spammer. <laughs> and the worst part of it is, this morning I made two posts. One was a interactive map with early voting locations, basically Google Map that has locations of all the places to early vote. And another thing about how. The uh, our metro service is trying to put a pedestrian beacon in the place where an old woman was hit and killed by a car. And both those posts got deleted. Wow. Did you use swear? Because of fucking. Yes, because, oh, he uses bad potty language. It's like you're talking about arresting homeless people like that are homeless because of the rising wealth gap in this country. Due to like a lack of climbing of minimum wage and a scarcity of places to live, which then causes mortgages and rents to rise and you want to jail them and I get banned. I so Again. I went off. I started tweeting at next door. I, don't I was know, like, man. you wait, motherfuckers. Wait, you, you went to corporate. Yeah, I want to corporate. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you have a really good tool, but you guys can't moderate worth shit. I hope you didn't phrase it that way or else you're going to get banned from writing letters by the post office. (laughs) Is there like a... You need to control your temper. Everybody's talking about me. You're an angry young man too. Yeah, I'm angry at people who aren't compassionate for for those who are are less fortunate. But can you get banned multiple times? Yeah, Yeah, they they just keep increasing it. That's why it's a 15 day ban. But is there... Does it go higher? You know? Like, is it like four days then 15 days then a year. Yeah, next time it's probably going to be a year. The thing is, why don't they just take away your fucking access to next door? I don't know. You probably bring in a lot of engagement. They don't want their engagement rate to go down. <laughs> yeah, because I keep the neighborhood informed of fucking developments that they would have to pay for from like a, you know, business, a local business newspaper. But I post that shit for free because it's my community. And there's some queso lady Who's like fucking antagonizing me nonstop, and she's so condescending, and it drives me freaking wait, bonkers. wait, Brandon. You know, you can, you know when someone's being condescending. Yeah, what was you that? Can tell what that sounds like. Oh I mean, dear, you, this is gonna go poorly. What are you implying? <laughs> what are you implying here? Uh, just don't get kicked off because I feel like next door gives us a lot of content to talk about on this podcast. We can't let Ooh. the Karens win. Somebody called her a Karen, and so she reported them for bullying. She's like, it's bullying calling me a Karen. And she's like, you can't spell Karen without care. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't think you understand like why someone's calling you a Karen. You care for all of those prison wardens who want to molest the homeless. So yeah, <laughs> good for you. You have some Karen news, don't you? Yeah. Uh, did you know that the number one Halloween costume for this year is going to be the Karen mask? <laughs> What's the Karen mask? 
it basically looks like a yuppie blonde woman who's been riddled with some sort of uh, zombie type sores across her face. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> and it looks like she's got meth mouth, but uh, really, she's just a uh, you know white middle class lady who speaks out of both sides of her mouth. That's pretty funny. Doesn't isn't it a thing like the the top selling mask usually wins the presidency? I guess that's out of the people who are running for president, not 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 in general. Chewbacca had a really good year a few years ago. <laughs> Chewbacca's president. Chewbacca mom is president. I bet she's a Karen. Oh no, Chewbacca she's mom would be a great bless president. Her heart no you know she like recorded that like 15 to she she tried so many different ways to get internet famous it wasn't like a spontaneous Can you blame thing her? what do you think brandon does on twitter every day <laughs> <laughs> i don't know ridicules white people probably <laughs> kind of for engagement for oh, the clicks yeah. for the clicks um all right so if we had to pick a internet famous person to be president who would it be I say leave Britney alone guy. I'm going to go with Dr. David Dow, the guy who was pulled off the United flight with a nosebleed. <laughs> kill me, kill me, kill me. I, I have no idea who that is. What? The guy that they pulled off that was like bleeding from the, from in the, they, here's the thing. It wasn't a United thing. It's like they were in Chicago. So they got like the Chicago freaking airport police and they beat the shit out of this guy I and dragged him off the plane. So he's like bleeding out of his head. <laughs> it was Guys, pretty I bad. I've never heard of this. Before. All right. Well, Keisha, who you had to be president. You had to pick a president who's someone who's Internet famous. Who would it be? Chocolate rain guy. It's pretty good. Maybe mine. I mean, I feel bad because it's a white dude, but uh, maybe the boom goes the dynamite guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he I mean, I think he works. He's still in the sports industry. Look, was, we, that, was that on ESPN or was it like a local? No, it was thing? a college television station. Can you imagine the leave Britney alone guy doing the State of the Union address? He's just crying all the time. Leave America. It's just, it's just weaving all over the place and somehow it always circles back to leave Britney alone. Leave Israel alone. Leave him alone. Isn't her dad like calling her incompetent with her money or something? And try Isn't yeah. that a new oh, story yeah. right now? My wife's a my big like, oh, you get Paula started on the Leave Britney Alone movement. She doesn't stop. No, I, I, I'm just sitting here thinking that I felt really bad about our content from a podcast standpoint. But now that I know that there's a free Britney movement podcast, I just <laughs> don't know what to do. I, I feel like we provide excellent value. Our parents like it. Well, you're, wait, Billy, has your parents listened to us yet? God, no. Oh, man. They don't even know who I am. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know I podcast. So Billy and I are trying to give Keisha advice before the show because we've been married. We've been living with our spouses for quite a while. Uh, Keisha, I got to ask, does any of the friction, the emotional friction, heighten the, you know, the rough no. and tumble? No. I think if it was, if we were both in our 20s, maybe. But as, a, as mid to early to mid 30 year olds. You're like, get that thing away from me. Fights like that affect your soul, man. Like it, it affects like everything. So if we're in a bad mood, that's not happening. No angry and sex like, and no makeup no. sex in your 30s. Mark we're just that, angry. <laughs> it's just sex at that point. Yeah, it's just but, bitter yeah. resentment at that point. Because here's the thing. Followed by and sex. I don't, I don't know if people do this. Whenever we get into a big argument, I am literally like, I'm so mad 
that I'm already mad like three days ahead. Like I'm still mad. Like if we're going to sleep in the same bed, there's going to be a blanket between us. I'm going to put mochi between us. Like there is just going to be some physical distance depending on how mad I get. But when I was in my 20s, it's like as soon as we get to bed, like you kind of block that part off and you're like, I'm still going to get some, but I'm still mad, but like not mad enough to not get some. But in my 30s, I just I can't let things go. I think I hold grudges a lot worse now than I did before. No, I, I don't know if it's that. I just think like, you know. Your priorities change. Oh, next door just responded to me. Sorry, Billy, what were you saying? They heard you. No, I'm more interested <laughs> in next door. Hi, Brandon. Sorry to hear that you're having trouble with your account. I've connected you with an agent to assist you with your concerns and we'll get back to you via email as soon as possible. Uh, Thank you. They have a very polite bot. You know, it's like those alarms that go off um, when you're like shoplifting. It says like, <laughs> it's like, hey, weird. It seems like you are leaving the store with a product that has a tag on it. That's weird. <laughs> Oh, just uh, you know, I can't help but notice you got the tag on. That's so uh, that's so odd, you know, like the passive like, aggressive. Just make yeah. your accusation, motherfucker. Just be like, hey, we read your shit. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> we'll we stand by it. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's how this company is gonna work. You think next door sides with the Karens at the corporate? No, level? actually, one of my friends has got them to uh, drastically change the way that they train their employ or their you know free labor moderators uh her name is uh jen and uh she runs the best of next door account and uh she you know is like for laughs for a while but you know when black lives matter became a big much more prominent thing and a lot of people were complaining that the moderators were removing their black lives matter posts because it's again a, an instance of how white privilege gets intern you know institutionalized and you had these conservative snowflake voices with the power to moderate content who were just removing posts about people saying hey we shouldn't beat the shit out of black people for being black and not doing anything else so she was able to call attention to that because of the best of next door account which has a huge following both on twitter and instagram and it caused them to completely change their training so maybe this will maybe this will maybe this will go somewhere if not you know whatever the fuck one more thing before we get into the topic for the day. We had a guest last week. How did you guys feel about that? I, I know it was, I kind of, I don't know if I pushed it on you. Like a, I was just like, hey guys, I know we have a really good threesome, but maybe a foursome might be fun to change things up. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you guys were unsure <laughs> about it. Billy looks so disgusted by that, that analogy that you just made. It just, it's so, it's so next door of you. <laughs> what? what does that even mean? Just get some class. Uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, great times. Chris is uh, more than welcome back. He's not welcome to get married in most states based on his opinions. He's just obviously yes. not ready. <laughs> but uh, I, I would love to know his uh, opinions on starting a business after last week's podcast. Yeah, man. It was just nice to have somebody on the podcast that agrees with me. That'd be cool. That was a, a good good moment for me to have. You know what? Maybe he should be your partner on Social Skulls. All right. So the topic for the day uh, is uh, gaming, video gaming, which, um, you know, as 90s kids was a big part of our lives. We had video games before they were super immersive, but after Pong, you know, 
uh, when there was a little bit more creativity to them. So first question on the docket, what is your earliest memory of a video game? So all of my siblings are way older. My brother's 16 years older, sisters are 14 and five years older. So my first would have had to have been Atari and playing um, Centipede. That, you remember an Atari? There was a Christmas, and I remember when I was really little, we had an upstairs Christmas tree and a downstairs Christmas tree. So, God, like, God, every time your white privilege just <laughs> comes out. Yeah. You had, a, you had an upstairs Christmas we tree? We had an upstairs and a downstairs wet bar. Is that normal? Did you have two staircases too? That's how you know somebody's <laughs> no. rich when they have yeah. two different staircases. The public one and then the one for the help? <laughs> no, but we had one like right in the middle of the house with a big chandelier. Oh my God. So the Christmas Jeez. Eve presents were in the downstairs Christmas tree and then we'd wake up and Santa presents would be at the upstairs Christmas tree. And uh, there was an Atari, I guess. I don't really remember much except for like this thing with a joystick and a red button. And really, most of my memories are around NES and playing Mario, right. you know, one, two and three. But I do remember the Atari as being my first foray. I think my first memory is Duck Hunt on the regular Nintendo. Yeah. It's just with that little gun, the orange gun, especially back in the 90s. Oh, man. Gun toys were guns. everywhere. Everywhere, it didn't matter. I mean, we had we had candy cigarettes. <laughs> it's like, look how cool I look with my sugar cigarette. Or the switchblade comb that you get at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Got a switchblade switch comb, <laughs> like a fake uh, mustache to comb. Yeah. Keisha, what about you? What's your first memory? First memory of a video game. First memory was Super Nintendo. Uh, this game called Gradius. What was Gradius? Which is a it's a space game. Um, it's like a side, a side sweeper. Is that what it's called? Side scroller? Side scroller. Yeah, side scroller. And you're just like a little ship in space and then you pick up bonuses throughout the levels and then you get like rockets and grenades and you go through like the first level is like asteroids. The third level is like bubbles and then there's fire, but it's just a, a side scrolling space game. And that was my first, uh, I was really good at it, but we used to play My dad hooked up a TV and the Super Nintendo in our car. And we would go on like family road trips, and that's how we would play a video games. You had a TV in your car? Oh, you okay, must be super okay. rich. White privilege. <laughs> no, no. It was probably, you probably had like one integrated into the console. I'm sure like Keisha's no, was like jerry rigged. Like, yeah, it, it was, was like, like a little you know, baby TV. Bungee cables. Yeah, we um, had a conversion dad, van where it was in the console, see, and the whole is, back oh. bench folded Her down. My mom to had a to turn a crank. To keep it powered. Look, my family was early adopters of van life, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. But this is also the same family. My, my family does this a lot. We also brought our own rice cooker and uh, George Foreman grill. And we would, because we, we like had to save money. We were not very wealthy growing up. So on road trips, we would just bring our own food. And so we would like have the rice cooker in the hotel to make rice. And then my mom would bring like spam and Vienna sausages and then we would grill them and have that with like eggs and stuff in the room so we don't have to pay for breakfast. How much did you catch on fire? It's fine. There's no rules that you can't bring your own appliances. Yes, there are rules that no, you can't bring. Your... Yes, there are. No, there are not hotel rules that say you cannot bring your own rice some, cooker. I've never seen yes. some guy like calls the room and it's like, excuse me, um, just so you know, it is a free continental breakfast. <laughs> Dude, so that reminds me of. Uh, so I'm, I was I love Schlitterbahn. 
like love it. Like I for like three or four years in a row here in Austin, I had a season pass to Schlitterbahn and would go like a bunch of times during the year, uh, during the summer. And it was always it was usually Hispanic families. I don't remember seeing a lot of Asian families, but usually Hispanic families. Those were the ones because it's uh, you can bring in your own picnic basket, your own cooler into the water park. You don't have to just buy the food there. And I remember being next to one of them and seeing like the extent of the food that they bring prepped was mind boggling to the point where I got an extra roasted corn on the cob that I could just eat that this family had brought in. Like that's the definitely like one of the best parts of that park. And I hope it's not going to change now that it has new owners because they cut off that kid's head. <laughs> that was like two years ago. Yeah, well, they just lost ownership of the park uh, this year. Oh, really? Yeah, so so South Padre Island one isn't even Schlerbon anymore. Yeah, because like, uh, basically in order to open Kansas City, they put their other parks as collateral. So since the Kansas City one, you know, uh, failed because <laughs> of the aforementioned uh, beheading decapitation. Yeah, uh, they the whole family lost control of, of all of it. So like the the Galveston, the South Padre, New Braunfels, the original Kansas City, all new ownership. So hopefully it won't change that much. All right, guys, do you have a hardest video game, like a biggest challenge in a video game that you remember? This is the downside of being in a white privileged family. We had the Nintendo game Bible Adventures. <laughs> In Bible Adventures, what? you fight through multiple books of the Bible. Is it like an Oregon Trail, but Bible-like? Like you have oh to survive? God. That's not a real game. That's not real. You try to ford the river, but Jesus drowned. <laughs> no, it was a... It was, Don't worry, he's coming back. It was a platformer, and you could choose which like Bible character storyline you wanted to do it at oh the very God. beginning and it was like i'm trying to remember what one of them was but i know one of them was david and goliath i know one of them was uh like like adam and eve no it wasn't like, adam and eve that'd be way too sexual it was noah's ark like you had to collect the animals well, and take them to the ark <laughs> and i think one of them had to do with moses and exodus and like let my people go pharaoh stuff but i don't fully recall <laughs> But was it an original game or a reskin? Like, remember how Mario to, 2, I'm they just reskinned some like, reskin. weird Japanese game, a reskin? Yeah, I, it has to be. But like, if you, I, I just remember no one in my family could beat the first level of any of the stories. So my parents bought a biblical game that was unbeatable to the first level. And then I didn't Jeez. think about it until we talked about doing this episode. And I looked at the Wikipedia page and found all these reviews that was like, this game is unbeatable. There's no way to actually win in this game. Games used to be hard, man. Even like the kids games. Like I remember like uh, both the Lion King and Aladdin. Those games were really fucking the difficult. Jurassic Park game on Sega was and super the Toy hard. Story game. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember the Toy Story game when you were trying to, you were the race car and trying to navigate your way through, and you had like three lives, no saves. But the game that was super hard, um, that wasn't just dumb, like the Bible Adventures. Like, did you ever play the original Metroid with Samus on NES? I think so, but I mean, I can't tell you any. Specific. That game's incredibly fun game. I love that game. I played it a million times, but like. We had to buy, like, when they had Nintendo Power Magazine or, like, Gamer Guides when they first came out, 
because there's so many parts of that game where you like have to just know like go to this platform and walk through the wall or like make yourself a little ball and just roll through that, that are like glitches to get around the map right there's no fucking way like i can't imagine not having the map to that game and just stumbling into the fact well i have to go through all of these different levels and roll into every wall and lay bombs and figure out that this thing you know works this way like it was so ridiculous did you guys have a, a favorite like which which console's controller did you like the most in 64 the, th- the one with the three? I mean, that was the thing. You never even used the left side, like, ever. It was, like, for navigating maps. Mm. Maybe I only say N64 because I probably played that the most. It's probably the slim Xbox controller for me. The The regular one was probably the worst. I like, the original Xbox the regular Xbox one. Oh, the really, my the, God. The, the chonky the one? The fat one? Yes, the original that was, like, they immediately replaced. First <laughs> off, all they did was rip off the Dreamcast controller. Oh, I Which, love yeah, it was big because it had like a little like your little memory card that was yeah. also a little game arcade that plugged into it. Before we get into the console, the console wars, I will say so the hardest game I ever played, it was as you know, every other little American kid, I love the Ninja Turtles and the Ninja Turtle game, I believe it was on the like NES. Like the stand-up arcade game too? Like if you went to like a yeah. all-you-could-eat pizza place or something? Yeah, yeah. It was super fun and you can get past the first couple levels, but it's like, it's that fucking water level. <laughs> the water level with all of the seaweed and you have the gift to go through the seaweed to get to the the bombs that you have to put yourself in to deflate them. So you, you're timed because you, you can't like, you know, breathe. you're going to like, yeah, you have to breathe. Even though they're amphibians. And, yeah, and the fuck and the seaweed. You have seaweed on the bottom and the top, and they defy gravity. They're sticking straight up, and they electrocute the fuck out of you. It's like fucking impossible. It is impossible. You can't beat it. And I would get so angry, and I think that was the source of my gamer rage because that followed me throughout the rest of my life. I loved all those side-scrollers. Like X-Men and Battletoads and the Simpsons side-scroller. Those were so fun. The Simpsons side-scroller was pretty good. Uh, Oh, Mega Man. That's hard. Was that your hardest game? Oh, the hardest game was a uh, Spawn on Super Nintendo. Spawn, Spawn? I don't, I don't like the that. comic book. Yeah, probably so when they released the movie, right? They yeah. made a video game when they released so the movie. So it's it was so hard. With John Leguizamo. That was also a good movie. Forgot about that one. There was a level, and I don't know if it's it might be it might be Spider Man. I don't know. I think I think it's Spider Man Carnage or it's Spawn. I forget which one it is. But there's a part of the level where you have to jump from like building to building, but it's like opposite, right? So it's like side, like side, side, right? And then it, if if you fall too far up, then you die, or but you have to start over. But it's really hard to go back and forth. I think I did that level like 10, 15 times with my little brother, and we couldn't beat it. It got to the point where my little brother was crying <laughs> because he got close to the top and then he fell and he missed it. And he just like dropped it and he started crying. So I, the opposite of that story, my uh, older brother and sister were playing Super Mario World on uh, SNES and they were playing like the entire thing themselves. And I was sitting there because I was like, I don't know, like seven or eight, just watching them play. And then they would let me play a level and I'd be okay at it or whatever. But they got really good at it. But there's this one level tubular. I think it's in like the Star World or something, but it's like one of those special like hidden level sort of things or it's really late in the game. But it's one of those ones where like, you know, Mario like has to jump up and hit that little yellow bubble and then he inflates and gets really fat and can float through the level. 
So it's like the gaming mechanics totally change because you're just this fat, inflatable Mario. And they tried to play it for like two nights straight and couldn't beat it. And then they were like, here, you try it. And then I beat it the very first time. (laughs) And they were like, what the fuck? And so like whenever there's a family thing where we're talking about video games, it's like, you remember when Billy beat Tubular that one time? That was insane. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, I can't believe you beat Tubular. They're going to be saying that at your wake. Yeah, probably. Like, you remember it's when It's going to be on my tombstone. Billy, yeah, 1986 to 2022 beat Tubular. <laughs> tubular master. <laughs> you know, the thing that made me the most ragey was always the sports games. But actually, mostly Madden. Oh, Road oh, Rash. Man. That one made me mad. You would do this thing where linebackers would intercept you. Uh, somehow, like, they would jump 30 feet in the air to intercept you and I remember I was playing with a buddy and this wasn't online he was on the couch next to me and I got so angry I just took my controller and I started like beating the table and it was Ikea so it was like by that by the time I was done there were all these little indention marks that were like the perfect shape of an Xbox controller because I was so fucking frustrated yeah I've broken probably like five PlayStation 2 controllers (laughs) playing what anything (laughs) (laughs) all right how do you decide what system to get so after the nes when sega burst out on the scene it was the snes versus the genesis so did you have an snes or a genesis i had a snes you're a nintendo kid billy yeah yeah. I had a Genesis and then we got an SNES later when the main console was 64 just to go back and play retro games. So like when you could go to like the used game store and buy like an sure. old system, that's when we got SNES. Why would you go with the Genesis over the SNES? I don't know. My parents got it for for Christmas. Like my parents <laughs> bought the shittiest games and they didn't buy like any expensive systems. Like I I had a I had a 64 and they didn't buy me Star Fox, they didn't buy me GoldenEye, oh. they didn't buy me Zelda. Like, I didn't get any of the main console games that people bought the systems for. I didn't have Donkey Kong games. I got, like, the weird what? scrub Bible what? Adventures, Chippendale oh, Rescue Rangers, Perfect oh, Dark. Oh, the like, Chippendale game! The, that was fun! The only, like, cool game I got on 64, I think I told you guys on another episode, was Banjo-Kazooie, because I had to, like, rub my mom's shoulders to, like, earn the game. <laughs> oh, gross. Zay, when DVDs came out, did your parents get you full screen? We had DivX. We didn't have DVDs. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> We always choose the wrong platform. We were a big Betamax family. <laughs> Those laser discs really got us. Hey, the quality of Betamax and the amount of porn you could get. Yeah, no, it was, it was second to none. Wait, I think that's the opposite. I think VHS won because VHS, porn. you got more porn. Yeah, Betamax right. was higher quality porn. And then people were like, oh, we prefer the lower quality porn. <laughs> but more of it. <laughs> and more of it. We should do a porn episode one time. Eh, I'm all right. Yeah. I think I only have two porn stories, and I've already told them both. SNES Genesis, that to me was never really, like, you know, an issue. Like, to me, it was, it never really became a debate point. But there are so many violent arguments I remember in junior high during lunch about what is the better system. The PlayStation 1 or the N64. Where did you land on that? I don't know anybody who owned a PlayStation 1. Everybody I What's knew had place- an N64. I had a PlayStation 1. 1. What? 
I had a PlayStation one and then my buddy had an N64 and we would argue about it. And I'd be like, oh, but they hold more space. So the games are bigger. They'd be like, oh, but the load times are so long. It was like the ultimate flame war. Yeah. How did you not know anybody with a PlayStation? I don't know. Everybody wanted to play like Super Smash Brothers or GoldenEye or Mario Kart. Yeah, Nintendo, the N64 had more iconic games, but the PlayStation just had more games. You know, we're talking about the age of Blockbuster where like... Oh, wait a second. The fir- Okay, so you said PlayStation 1? It's just called PlayStation. Confu- it was called PlayStation, PlayStation when it came out. Yeah. That confused me. I was like, there, oh, there was a PlayStation. How is that confusing? How in the because- world... Is that because, a confusing statement? Because when you say a number or a junior or something, you think there's other people before that. If you if your name was Brandon Jr., I would assume that someone ahead of you was named Brandon. If I was so Brandon like, one, you would assume I was the first Brandon, even though there were no, other Brandons after. No, it would be just like Brandon. Fine, fine. The PlayStation. I yes. just I just had to look at a picture of PlayStation One to remember what it looked like. Oh God, I remember what it looked like. I remember the giant serial port in the back where I put my Game Shark, where I'd spend hours putting in all the fucking codes on the Game Shark. I loved my PlayStation. Loved it. Loved it, and defended to the death that it was the right system to have. Even though I had the wrong games, I'm an N64 guy through and through. Wait, did you have? Did you have Pokemon Snap? Yes, I did. Uh, I I love that terrible game. game. Absolutely abysmal. What? You literally basically They're just coming out with a new you one. You know how yeah, the like problem with games are cutscenes. Like you get stuck between cutscenes, and you're like, oh my god. PlayStation Pokemon Snap is like a cutscene that you can move the camera on. Like it's because you weren't good at it. No, did you get all of the hidden po- Pokemon pictures too? Who cares? That's like I got all of them. There's like secret <laughs> ones. There's like ones you have to play the flute in the cave and then Jigglypuff comes out. And then if you play it three times at the very end of the whole level, there's three Jigglypuffs that are singing to you. You didn't, you didn't That's that like one? going to the State Fair of Texas and being like, oh my God, I went to the fun house and I took pictures inside the fun house. <laughs> I love that game. Do you think you find like Mewtwo fucking like another Pokemon? <laughs> like, do you think that's a hidden thing? I mean, why not? Don't they have to reproduce? Like Abra's sitting there just... I feel like Abra would definitely be the bitch in that situation. Is that a mean way of describing it? That is a mean way of saying it. You are ruining Pokemon. Well, Abra always fled. Like, Abra never attacked. I hate Abra. Abra, run away. You know, if I ever can't do a show, you get Chris to replace me, and you could do a Pokemon episode with him. You got three guys. Oh, does he play Pokemon Go? Oh, my God. Keisha... I know we're supposed to be on topic in this section, but I got to just jump back here. You you were in Pottery, South Pottery Island, for a week and a half. And I follow you on Instagram. If you guys don't follow Keisha on Instagram, it's a good follow. Look her up. Keisha with an eye. And you posted photos, and it's like the entire family was just sitting at a dinner table all playing Pokemon Go. What is up? Even your yeah. dad plays Pokemon Go? So my mom likes to do raids, and some raids require more. The more people you have, the better. So she's really obsessed with it. But she also made my dad sign up so that she has, like, a backup person. And so she was, like, li- my dad literally turned it on. My mom was, like, tapping both phones because she said he wasn't doing it right. Your mom has a problem. You know, she's our only, she's our first video up on YouTube. I should tell her grace will love that will she i wasn't sure if she was sensitive about it or not oh no she loves it she like she's like it's true though did people say that i was right about mr mime in france <laughs> i'm like yeah mom they said you were right all right uh playstation 2 versus xbox playstation 2 why ps2 because that's what my parents bought <laughs> okay quiche xbox why xbox 
because that's the first time I ever played on uh, online. Yeah. So um, we bought it was an Xbox like set, I think, and it came with Crimson Skies. I loved Crimson Skies. That was the doppelganger. It was like the best. Uh, and then it also I think we bought Halo with it as well. But I remember, I think it was it in high school, Brandon. I think you bought me one year subscription to Xbox Live. Yeah, because I loved Xbox Live and nobody <laughs> else was using it. So like, so I had a PS2 and at a debate tournament that I was like helping hold, I brought the PS2 to help entertain people and it got stolen. So as a kind of fuck you to the people who stole my PS2, I bought an Xbox afterward because I felt like if I was going to rebuy it, I, I don't know. I felt less like a chump. So I was like, fuck it. I'll try the Xbox. Was it Xbox where you had to like buy an attachment to play DVDs? No. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, no, it was. DVDs natively. I thought there there was some system where it's like you literally had to buy like a weird plug-in to It was like an external like the 360 drive. had an HD DVD external you could buy. Maybe that was but it. The original Xbox played DVDs. Okay. So like I would play I, I got super in a Halo. And it, it kind of worked out for me later because I, you know, I went on to work uh, for Red versus Blue, but I got like super into Halo and I started playing online Halo for Halo even supported online service. There was like a, a special like server called XB Connect and with a lot of work, you could trick your Xbox into thinking it was on or it was on a system link, but it was really online and play other people but it was like super fucking slow. So when they finally launched Xbox Live and really the only thing people were playing was Crimson Skies, I was super enthusiastic about it because you could finally find people to play with that were as good as you. Because I was in mm -hmm. one of those awkward things where like my friends were not great at games. So if we played Halo together, I would destroy everybody and it's not fun. It's not fun for you. Yeah, uh, and it's not fun for them because they're really butthurt about it. The Xbox for me opened up the world of online gaming after I already got a taste of it with the Dreamcast. Did you do? Um, I remember though. Oh yeah, so I, I think eventually my mom took away my Xbox Live capabilities because I would like sneak up or sneak out in the middle of the night and I'd put my head and I would like play. The problem is like I would have the headset on and I would like I would start talking to guys on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, cuz this was like 2004. Yeah. And they're and like, like, "Hey, you're really good." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, thanks." And they're like, "What's your screen name?" And I'm like, "Punk Bubbles 13." <laughs> <laughs> Jailbait 13. 6969XX. <laughs> See, I didn't but, like when I played games in that age demo, I think that was when I was in my computer game phase. So I was playing like StarCraft and Counter-Strike mostly. Mm. So like mm, I didn't true. really go through a phase where I played console games online almost ever. And then I like in college when we were playing with other people's systems, never mine. And maybe it was um, like Call of Duty 4 or something like that. Modern Warfare. Like mm -hmm. that was like... Maybe the first game that I played online on a console ever. Mm -hmm. So I like I missed that entire thing. But like I played computer like Counter Strike, like Steam early on. I was Half Life, all of that stuff. That was my scene. Well, console gaming, online gaming was was pretty uh, 
was pretty weak. Like with the Dreamcast, I I had the Dreamcast and uh, I played online um, 2K, the NFL 2K, and it was super slow and stuff. Um, and the Dreamcast just had a 56K modem. The actual Xbox supported uh, broadband, or it just it had a network card, so it's whatever your internet speed was. Yeah. You didn't have to use its internal modem. And, you know, Keisha and I are talking about Crimson Skies, and it was just, you know, a bundle game. But really, the thing that launched console online gaming was Halo 2. And I remember being at the old Highland Mall in Austin at midnight, waiting for Halo 2 to come out as a freshman, taking it back to my dorm, and playing it nonstop. Like, I think Halo 2 is easily the game that I have played the most online in my life. And I miss it. And I'm sure if I had a new Xbox with the the redone shit, I could still play Halo 2 online, but it's just not worth the money. See, in the game I've played the most is Mario 3, so that's how far apart we are. <laughs> oh, damn. No, no, no. Online game, though. Mario 3 ain't online. No, just... I'm not saying, like... Okay, so not ever, just online. Yeah, just online. Oh, shit, I don't know what game I played the most. Super Mario World, maybe. Game I played the most online was World of Warcraft. Really? Uh, Yeah, dude. Okay, do you remember that... Because cause I dated a guy that was really into World of Warcraft, and so I was trying to be a good girlfriend, and I started playing. Because he spent most of his time playing WoW, and I was like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's just this game. And then I found out there were girls on the game, and I'm like, I can play too. And so I downloaded it and I bought it, my like slow ass computer. And he's like inviting me to raids or guilds. I forget. Whatever. Guilds. Yeah. So I played that like three or four hours after I got out of culinary school. Like every really? day. I would finish writing up my recipes and then I would just log on and play WoW for three or four hours. That's funny. You looked at the domain and you were like playing three or four hours. <sighs> God, yeah. that is insane. I tried playing WoW and I was like, I even went the easy route. I picked mm -hmm. a girl character because I'm like, oh, well, everyone's going to be super nice to me. No. Uh, it was just, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I, I, I just, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I mean, re actually, I, I haven't gotten into Destiny. Like, I like, I enjoy playing online with people in short bursts. I don't like having to coordinate with somebody on a prolonged oh, yeah. period. It's like, I never it's got like, into Destiny yeah. or WoW because of the extent of coordination that's required like i didn't want to ever be part much. of a guild yeah but here's the thing i guess yeah sure after i after we broke up um i think he he did date somebody from his guild so gross my suspicions Ooh. were corrupt. that's like dating a sibling <laughs> yeah well you know what i think it's because they went to war together so many times and i guess you bond over that or whatever the thing is he never invited me to be part of his guild he was just like oh we're both playing cool and then we could chat with each other but he would never tell me where he was you think you get ptsd during sex if you Date your guild member of WoW. The one time they didn't heal you fast I enough. didn't ding yeah, that day. <laughs> um, all right. How big a cheater were you, Billy? Were you a big cheater when you were a kid playing games? I, I don't know. It's hard to answer that question. Like, we had a Game Genie, but we didn't really use Game Genie. But we had, like I said, with Metroid, like, you'd buy the magazine where you would have, like, the game map or something. So if that's cheating, then yeah, because some of those games were just impossible to play without, like, some sort of tip sheet sure. or something like that. But you still had to do the mechanics yourself. Or, like, uh, N64, Mario Kart 64, right? Like, is it cheating to do the third jump on Wario Stadium and, like, cut halfway across no. the map? Yeah, that's then, not cheating. No, th that's no. just strategy. However... I did have the like bowling for Columbine starter kit where you would go into Grand Theft Auto 2 and like give yourself all of the weapons and all of the health and like go up and be like a weird 
serial killer sniper or get the tank and get six stars as fast as you could and see how long you could survive. Oh that's God. the Billy I remember in college. Yeah. That's how he that's how, that's he got how I got on my rage was just getting six stars and just going on a shooting spree. So, like, I think most of the people in my inner circle circle were really worried about me. But like, I'm here, you know, it's 15 years later. I didn't shoot anybody. Yeah. Yeah. How many people have you shot in real None. life? None. Violence and in video games. Overblown. Overblown problem. Sure. How many schools have you it's shot true. up? true. How many what? Schools have I shot up? I mean, one. Wait. <laughs> nah, come on. Fuck it. Zero. Zero. He's not shut up anybody. I don't think the violence is that bad. Oh, I'm going to get. No. I mean, I can see how some people would see the violence being bad. But I mean, I made weapons growing up. Yeah, but I you're like a freak. Anarchist. I mean, you sell skulls and like carved your own axe to kill people <laughs> with. So. But I'm totally fine. It's fine. I never used any yeah, of those I weapons. Mean, if, if there was actual causation between video games and violence, the, the society would be pandemonium. You said violence, right? Not violins. Video games and violins. Violence. But like, I mean, that's what I remember. And I remember like Tipper Gore, the vice president's wife, like fucking hated video games and bad music. And like they rallied against it and Colum- after Columbine, like trying to blame those industries and even the Trump organization early or administration early in their tenure, try to point out like violent video games. But it's like, look, man, these games are so widely consumed that if they actually cause people to go crazy, you would see a sizable number of people going crazy, which does not exist. Like, it's just what what makes video games such an easy target for politicians? Because they're old and they blame things that like when I'm 60, they, I'm going to blame, blame stuff for like nine year olds are doing. That's what I'm going to do because I'm going to have mush brain. You're going to blame TikTok. <laughs> That's what you're doing. But I, all I hear now is like the connection between violins and video games. And I'm like, is there a Stradivarius video game that I missed out on as a kid? <laughs> Play this concerto. All right. So uh, one of the big things to come out of video games has been movies, video game theme movies. Guys, what are some of your favorite video game movies that have been made? Both good movies and movies you love that you know are actually pretty terrible. Uh, I was about to say favorite. They're all garbage. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I mean, some of them are good. I'm going to say I think. Doom on both accounts. <laughs> Boo. I was, it was great. I remember being in the theater and cheering when it went to first person view. Me too. And then when right? PG came out. Oh, so good. You guys are dumb. <laughs> no. If you go see a Doom movie... How do you not want it to see it in first person at some point? If you go see a Doom movie, how do you not want to kill yourself on a daily basis? <laughs> I just hate that they waited that long to actually go to the first person and it only lasted for like four minutes. Yeah, it was it was in there and um, and, and back out. I got to say, though, I, uh, I really have a soft spot in my heart for the Mario movie. Uh, <laughs> partially because it's really nothing like Mario. Like King Koopa is... Like a blonde dude. It looks yeah. like the bad guy from Blade Runner. <laughs> I think it's Dennis Hopper. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, the cast is great. You got um, John Leguizamo as Luigi. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's Mario? The guy from Who Framed Bob Roger Hoskins. Rabbit. Bob Hoskins. Or is it Hopkins? No, Hoskins. Hos- I think it's Hoskins. Yeah, from Hook. He played Smee. There's no way that's him. And Who Framed Roger yeah. Rabbit. Yeah, no, it's absolutely him. Was he pudgy there, too? He was still pudgy, right? Yes. Yeah. He was born pudgy. didn't all of they had those weird stupid like jumping shoes with like hydraulics (laughs) or something and they were also magnetic or something weird the the way they like did the jumping mechanics was ridiculous and then i feel like the 
Koopa Troopas or the Goombas. They just look like shrunken head people from yeah. Beetlejuice. Dude, one of those guys has an Oscar. The shrunken That's head guy? disgusting. Yeah, he won an Oscar for producing um, The Cove documentary uh he was the he was the guy uh he's not indian but he played an indian character in short circuit one and two fisher stevens that was fisher stevens no yeah the guy who Is talks like this a little bit <sighs> i don't like, remember but hey. i mean he's from hackers he's one of the goomba guys that gets his head shrunk that's fucking insane um uh, so rotten tomatoes ranked uh at 43 i guess there's 43 video game movies from best to worst and probably my favorite is next to last on their list can you guys guess what it is double dragon mortal kombat yes mortal kombat annihilation (laughs) is the second worst the second one is horrible it doesn't even maintain the same cast uh say luke kang is the same it was amazing it was really good was shang sung in the second one too i think shang sung was the same actor shang sung was not in the second one and raid he died i thought and then raiden's not the guy from uh what's the sword movie with sean connery yeah it's not christopher lambert right yeah highlander highlander yeah he's not raiden anymore Fuck that movie. It's garbage. They had to cut the budget, guys. They couldn't keep everyone. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 1 was so much better, and it sucked, too. <laughs> yeah, it's the number sixth <laughs> rated on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was rotten at 48. They only have three fresh video game movies. That's Sonic the Hedgehog, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and the Angry Birds movie, too. Oh, the Angry Birds <laughs> movies are good. They're pretty funny. What? Oh, Prince of Persia is number nine. <gasps> Ooh, I love I that I forgot movie. about that with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's all Jen Ben Kingsley. Everyone's pretending to be Persian. And really tan for some reason. Because they're pretending to be Persian. It's brown face. There's too much sand. It was <laughs> too sand all around. It's too much. I don't like I it. I think it's called it, the Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time, which was... <laughs> A phenomenal game as well. If you just cut together all of the cutscenes from all of the Uncharted series, the Drake's series, it would sure. be better than any video game movie ever made. That's my stance. Oh, man. So they were uh, thinking about adapting that into a movie. And, um, you know, at first I was like, oh, this is going to be great. But then Mark Wahlberg, who was attached to it, like did an interview and it was obvious he had no idea what the game was about because he was just like, yeah, I just, you know, I think this is just like all about family. In what like, world? What? Maybe most disappointing video game movie ever, Street Fighter 2. There was a Street Fighter 2 movie? Was there? Or maybe it was just Street Fighter the movie with oh, Jean- yeah. the first one was- Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile? Yeah, I think Kylie Minogue, the singer, was um, was in it, wasn't she? She was Cammy. Oh, yeah, there was a Cammy. She was barely in it, though. I thought it was Chun-Li. That was, that was Kylie Minogue? Maybe I'm making that up. That seems too... I don't think she I was I don't a really remember Cammy being in it, but I do remember the dad from the Addams Family movies being yeah, uh, the Raul bad Julia. guy. Yeah. That was his last movie before he died. <gasps> Are you what? kidding? No. Why do you know that? Because it's like... It's one of those like famous movie facts of like... A terrible last movie before a great actor died. Oh, okay. Wow. So the actress, the gr- the woman who play who voices uh, Mulan, is it's Ming Na Wen was Chung Li. It was Kylie Minogue. Wow. Don't even remember the character Cammy. Yeah, what was so confusing is John Claude Van Damme. What is he Austrian or uh, Hungarian or something? He's from Brussels. He's the muscles from Brussels. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. He's playing an American general, like Mister America from that game. 
it's just such a weird casting choice. Yeah, but I mean, think about all those Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah, but what when when is Arnold Schwarzenegger? I mean, like it's not like anyone's cast Arnold Schwarzenegger's Uncle Sam. Guile is the Uncle Sam of Street Fighter. He has American flag tattoos on his shoulders. But did you guys do you guys watch any of the like the stuff that they released just on YouTube, like the the modern stuff? Like the old cartoon series from no. the nineties? No, no, no. It's a YouTube series that's really good. And it talks about having good Hado and then bad Hado. And then that's why the guy with the red bead, like the anal beads around his neck. Who's that guy? From Street Fighter? I don't think anyone had anal beads around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yes. like a keto or yes, something. He wasn't in Street Fighter 2, though. He was in Street Fighter 1 and 3. That's I think. what the first thing I thought. There were very big red beads. They look like the beads that you put in your anus. Is that what you're trying they're to say? They're gigantic. I mean, they're probably too Why big. would you put gigantic beads in know. your anus? I feel like you would want small beads. Akuma is the one with red hair and the I, anal I beads. I believe you say it Akuma. Is the, how you pronounce it. Sure, I don't know. I'm an idiot. Just leave me alone. I just I know. I'm just offering because I used to play. He's a major character in uh, <laughs> Puzzle Fighter, Super Puzzle Fighter, uh, 3D Turbo, or whatever it is. It's a great game, but uh, actually, I I I figured out what the best video game movie ever is. Goldeneye. <laughs> Uh, what about the console Simpsons game? The Simpsons console fighter. Guys, I've never watched a lot. Of, I, I probably have seen maybe three episodes of The Simpsons my entire okay. life. Oh, that's terrible. That's, uh, that's infuriating. Is that bad? I was raised by The Simpsons. I was raised by Family Guy. Oh, you're my worst enemy. God, I hate you so much more <laughs> Why now. does that surprise you? This is why we uh, hate each other. Guys, you grew up in different generations. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Wait, how... Are you that much older than me? No, you're not. How old are you, Billy? 33. We're the same age. Yeah. But it feels like you're different generation. No, we're the same age. You're just dumb. Oh, my God. I thought you were older. I thought you were at least 35. Thank you. I appreciate that. Is it the bald spot? <laughs> it is. It is. All right. What do you think uh, was the most overrated video game products? What do you mean products? Like accessories. Like for me, it was uh, the PlayStation 2 glove modeled after the, you know, original Nintendo glove. I thought it was the coolest looking thing in the world. And I got it for Christmas and it was unbelievably impractical. Like there's virtually no game you could use it for and have it function properly. The most unintuitive device I had ever seen. What, did, what was, okay, what did they market it? To do. Did you ever watch The Wizard, the movie The Wizard? The Wiz, The Wiz. The Wiz, thank you. Yeah, the oh, power glove. Oh, it's a power glove. What was it supposed to do, though, while you're, during your gameplay? Make you look awesome. Yeah, what? it was just like a controller okay. built on a glove. Th this looks like someone just taped it on like an oven. The PlayStation bit. 2 one was a lot cooler. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the Nintendo one. I was like, Brandon, you bought this? <laughs> no, the PlayStation one. It was either PlayStation 1 or 2. I think it was PlayStation 2. I'll also say the uh, SNES Super Scope okay, okay. Uh, that was not the Duck Hunt gun, but the bazooka-like gun that came uh, for the SNES. And there's like one game that you could play with it, but it was so cool looking. I mean, it looked like a freaking bazooka. I think um, so. Once my, again, though, my family got they were like really into the Nintendo Wii. Okay, and so we. We played like Wii Sports and then all the other, like we, I forgot the other ones, but they bought all of the accessories that you put the controller in. Yeah, like the wheel. The, yeah, like the steering wheel, the Wii Fit board, 
the there's probably like a hula hoop at some point just like stupid shit that it doesn't actually help anything (laughs) and then my mom got really into the tennis one and she like actually like changed and wore like sneakers (laughs) your mom got dressed for wee tennis and like sneakers and like a tennis outfit (laughs) and it was like her workout like every morning and she would headband and then eventually like she just got to the point where she just sat down on the couch and then would just do the motions because you can just still play it without actually moving your whole body previewing (laughs) the bottom five right now this is a (laughs) fucking awful Uh, uh so my buddy uh my buddy Carrie, who actually d- is like ranked as one of the people who can beat Zelda like faster than in- anyone in the world. Like he's, I-, I don't know, he's like the seventies or fifties or something. It's not like he's all the way up there, but he, he's obsessed with old NES games and has a Twitch following just to play Zelda all the way through. But as kids, he used to have that. I don't know if you remember this. There was like essentially it was like a pad that you would run on and there were buttons yeah, on the running the pad. pad. Like the the one that looked like it was uh, like the twister mat. Yeah. It was no, I know huge. exactly what you're talking about. And it only worked for like two games. And I remember him like pulling that out in college. Like he had found one and we were going to play the game that works with the pad and you just kind of stomp in place on it. <laughs> that one seemed particularly awful. It was like <laughs> foreshadowing the Wii sports issue, but it was so dumb. And then do you remember the fucking printer that you used to be able to put on your Game Boy? Like the very first Game Boy, there was like a camera and a printer attachment. Yes. And it was just like a screen print function or like it would just digitize your face. Yeah, it was like a receipt like paper. Wasn't it? It was like a roll. Yeah, it was like carbon paper. (laughs) I remember my brother would print stuff out and I'm like, what? What do I do with this? Like, I'm not going to frame it, obviously. (laughs) It it was like the weirdest concept. I didn't have one, but I remember people showing up with it and it just looked so useless. Like, I hate Pokemon Snap and this is so much worse than that. I love Pokemon Pokemon Snap's amazing. What's wrong with you? Did you ever have a virtual boy? No, I had one friend who had a virtual boy. Like a real, like a virtual boy? Like a virtual boy? I had a virtual boy. What the fuck is wrong? No. I don't even know what I was going So it was like basically. It was like Google Glass way before Google Glass. (laughs) Yeah, but it just rendered lines, red lines. And it was like on a dark red background. And I think it gave you seizures. I don't remember exactly. The only game I thought that even existed was was that Wario. There was like a Wario game. I don't remember. It, It was just. Absolutely terrible. Um, I got to throw out some points for the Game Gear uh, and how much uh, batteries it ate. Uh, it was a great system, but God damn, did it go through double A's like your mother. Um, and also uh, the recoil guns for Resident Evil. Those were particularly terrible. I mean, it was a cool idea and concept, but like they were so poorly made that like it just you couldn't sh- actually shoot anything. I mean, they would recoil. Yeah, kind of hurt my hand after a while. Yeah, I remember buying them for Keisha like when we were in high school and being like, oh my God, these are so cool. These are going to be, it's going to be like, you know, we're in the, and then it was, <laughs> it was that awkward thing where like, you're like, oh my God, everybody knows this sucks. <laughs> we are all going to no use one's saying it. it. No one's saying how much it sucks out loud. Yeah. But we're all thinking. Do you still it. have any of your old like video game stuff? I feel like they just went into a vortex somewhere that my mom refuses to get rid of. Oh yeah, well my them. Xbox games. That's it. I've got Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. I gotta say though, um, some of the best. Um, I don't know if you guys had Sega Channel 
where you grew up, uh, we did, and it was amazing. It was basically this thing that you added on to your local cable subscriber, and we were in Houston, and it hooked up to your Sega Genesis, and it was basically like Netflix for video games. And this was like, I don't know what year, uh, but it was when the Sega Genesis was a popular system. So you're talking about ahead of its time. This is like ahead of its time times a million. How did, did they connect to... There, what, was there internet at that time? How do they do no, that? No, so basically it would connect to your cable box. Like, oh. you know, like a little coax cable would connect to it. So it would use the cable connection and you would basically have like a, your choice of like a bunch of old games and then you'd be able to do five-minute demos of new releases. Like when Toe Jam and Earl came out, I would just keep playing the same five-minute demo. Uh, oh, that's on my... right. That's right. But the annoying thing is then when you get that, your parents will never actually buy you a game because they're like, we have the Sega channel. You're like, but I can only play five minutes at a time. <laughs> I got to get to the secret level on Toe Jam and Earl where you just sit in a hot tub. <laughs> All right. Another on my list of best accessories, the Game Shark. Yeah. Game Shark was like the coolest way to cheat. It felt like it was endorsed cheating. So you didn't feel like a walking piece of shit. Yeah. And you could like almost do anything. I mean, if you're willing to devote the time and put in all of the, like, debug codes. Like, that was a thing, is you basically had to, like, fucking code the script yourself. So, like, I mean, and some of them were, like, you're talking about, like, 20 lines of, like, random characters that you'd have to put in with a controller. No keyboard. That took forever, but also, it was just really, I mean, looking back at it now, how tactile i guess those boxes were and having to like fit the teeth together and then there was that floppy piece of black plastic that came off of it and you're like am i doing this right is this gonna break everything when i try to jam it the cartridge in to the nes it was i don't know i always felt like i was gonna tear was that thing a, apart i think you're thinking of game genie oh yeah i'm thinking of game genie <laughs> yeah game shark came i think in the playstation generation game genie was like nes oh then i'm out i have no idea what you're talking about Sorry. It's the same oh, damn thing. Oh, same thing. Oh, is it the it's the thing you put into the thing and then you put your game in and there's like other things that happen? You are that- so good at pronouns. I am so proud of the way you talk. So we have some questions from Twitter. This one comes from My Life as Thomas. He asks, You can have one video game item or weapon in real life. What do you choose? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Okay, I'll go first. I pick in Soul Calibur, the character Ivy, she has that sword that turns into a chain and then it goes back to a sword. I pick that. All right, Billy, what do you think? If it lasted forever, the star from Mario would be pretty sweet. Because <laughs> you're just invincible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're also like faster. And I mean, it's kind of like being a superhero. But it doesn't last forever. If you want to go real dark with it, um, was it Smoke in Mortal Kombat whose fatality was like all the grenades fill up the earth and then the entire earth explodes? Oh, that was, oh maybe, was it Cyrax? But it would have been Cyrax, Sector, or Smoke after he's been converted. I think it was Robot Smoke. And I was just sitting there thinking like Dr. Strangelove style, I'd be the perfect deterrent. Like no one would mess with me. <laughs> like don't piss off Billy. And he's already got a lot of rage anyway. He'll just blow up the earth with grenades out of his chest. What about you, Brandon? I would probably do the the tail from Mario 3 so I could just fly. The tanuki right? suit? Oh, you're right. I have to put on the whole outfit. Yeah, it's not oh, just that would the look tail. so lame. <laughs> 
Oh, no, never no, mind. No, pick that, Brandon. Well, yeah, would you do the leaf or the tanuki suit? Because the tanuki suit, you had the tail and you could turn into a piggy bank statue. Oh, see? What, what about the golden gun from GoldenEye? Just a one-hit kill. You are really into GoldenEye today. What is it today? Billy, most guns are one-hit kill. Hmm. Not That's the beat. All right, next question comes from um, Daniel Evit on Twitter. Uh, I have a very specific memory of playing Mario Paint at a young age and thinking... Wow, this is not fun. <laughs> what was your first bad video game experience? When was the first time I smashed a controller? Uh, Final Fantasy. Which one? Any of them. And why? Any of them. Why? I thought they're they, great. I thought they were so boring. Well, this was before I knew I had ADD. Oh, shut your mouth. I thought they were so boring. How? How could you think that they are boring? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't make it past the like the video. You play Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. How could you think Final Fantasy is boring? Jesus, you played Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? Because there's a. It's very clear what my mission is in that game, which is to play volleyball and to win. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy. I don't know, man. Maybe it's I just I took too long with the scenes in between and it was way too dramatic. It was just a lot. I, I remember being like, cool, everyone's playing Final Fantasy and I tried and then I remember just like getting really sleepy and then oh not wanting God. to play it ever again. I can't even. And then, and then, one of my favorite it, games and then ever. Kingdom Hearts came out and I was just like, no, 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 don't try to trick me by adding Disney characters. <laughs> I know <laughs> this is still Final Fantasy. <laughs> All right, Billy, uh, your first bad video game experience? I don't know. I was never that good at video games, but I remember when we worked at Video Game Hour Live, I did a Bioshock review and I complained how scared I was of Bioshock. <laughs> like, like the game gave me a bunch of anxiety. Just the opening cutscenes, like right when you go underwater and then the drill guy just like totally rips through that guy's chest. And I was like, I'm done. I don't want to play this game. This game's <laughs> fucked up. This is twisted shit. It takes me to a dark place. And then everybody made fun of me. I got ripped for for having that opinion because it actually is a cool game. Didn't you leave during one of our live shows? I, I Yeah, all the time. He leaves during our show now. Yeah, I love That's to true. leave. So to give you guys an idea, Video Game Hour Live was a, a TV show that Billy and I did when we were in college, University of Texas at Austin. Basically, we were doing Let's Plays before Let's Plays. We would do 30-minute pre-recorded show with industry news, videos, or reviews, and a bunch of other segments and then 30 minutes of live gameplay uh over the airwaves and we would take calls which was always <laughs> a terrible idea we'd get recognized though because it was on like public access there were people who yeah. would be walking <laughs> up and down the dragon to be like hey you're on that video game show yeah the one that comes on after alex jones right we're like yeah we're on after alex jones hey you're that kid who's afraid of bioshock what the fuck's <laughs> the matter with you so uh, one of my favorite segments when i was producing the show was uh weird japanese games and it was done by this this really cool guy who had a very monotone voice named Mart. And these games were weird does not do it justice. Like at one point, like there was like a giant penis coming out of this big robot. Ooh, like it was beyond fun. insane. What was probably more insane was what happened to Mark after college. Oh, no. So he moved to Japan because he really loved the culture. I think that was that might have been his major. He certainly could speak the language. From what I understand, he had a buddy that he knew in the United States that stayed with him uh, temporarily. And this buddy was like, hey, can is it okay if I have like some of my stuff sent to your house? And Mark was like, sure, or your apartment. And so the package gets there, and then all of a sudden, like the government is there to intercept the package. And the government goes and arrests Mark. 
for <gasps> drug trafficking. What the fuck? Is sending him to trial. Oh. And the thing about the Japanese judicial system is they only really go to trial when they think they have an open and shut case. It's not like the U.S. where they're just like, fuck it. We'll see what happens. So the conviction rate in Japan Super is high. very, very high. However, he's one of those exceptions. He got acquitted because he didn't know anything about, you know, the drugs inside the package. Um, and he was innocent. And so, like, he got off. He's like one of these, you know, very rare and unique instances in the Japanese judicial system. And he's a super sweet guy. Uh, you might be able to find it on YouTube if you search Video Game Hour Live Weird Japanese Game. So you're going Weird Japanese Guy. <laughs> I think I did, like, Naruto, Gekdo, Ninja Tyson 4. I remember I had, like, the little, like, disc you'd put in on a... You and Chops love Naruto. Yeah, the GameCube. The GameCube had that disc that let you play Japanese games, and so it was, like, the Japanese fighter that had all of the characters before it was out in the U.S., before, like, the anime was out. And that game was the coolest fighting game I've ever played in my life. And I just fucking ripped people in that game. It was the only game, I think, in my entire life besides Super Mario 3 that I was better than everybody else. You were pretty good at Smash, right? With Lucas? I remember that. Lucas! Oh, yeah. I, I only liked Smash. I love fighting games. Once again, it's on brand. Mm. But I loved playing as Lucas because he had those black doll-like shark eyes. And so I always hear the monologue from the movie Jaws where he's like, black eyes, a doll's eyes, and then they roll over white, and that's when they bitch you. <laughs> God, that's insane. <laughs> Last question, fan question, comes from Million Knives 07. What video game world would you all like to live in? Roller Coaster Tycoon. Why? Why? You just go to a we just go to a theme park. It's got everything that I build right inside. I can give myself a bathroom. I can give myself a, a nice little like food stand, and then I can jump on the ride. Why does it have to be? There's right? usually a pond. Why would you just do like Sim City then? Uh, it's too. That's life imitating art, or is that art imitating life? You want, the roller coaster is the is the differentiation for you. Why would I want to live in an apartment when I could have my very because then own you can theme destroy park? it with a robot. No, you would live in it you would get destroyed by no, a then robot you can be in the robot to destroy Why? it what you you're in the robot but then what what do you do after the things destroyed the city's destroyed you start over and you build another city and then you destroy it i don't think you thought this through either i did not i think this i never played kirby dreamland but i bet it's pretty That's cool uh, pokemon snap oh yeah yeah the pokemon snap level where it's the cave and oh it has all God. the it has all the jiggly puffs. <laughs> oh, there's another level actually where you're like on this little car thing, and then you see a big Snorlax sleeping, and then Eevee's running around it. I want to be there. I want to be sleeping like Snorlax. That would be fun. You just want to take a nap. I'm so fucking tired. Basically. I just want to take a okay. nap. <laughs> what would be the really um, misogynistic one? Like if you went to the strip club and Duke Nukem and made that the level? Oh my God, I would do that all the time. Why do they have nipples? And they're like, oh, those are titty tassels. But they were so pixelated. They were barely nipples, but I would do it. I just space bar, space bar, space bar. And it's just like flash, flash, flash. And it was barely anything, but I was so desperate for any kind of female form. I was a really horny little kid. <laughs> Everything in my house was sticky. <laughs> I'm so glad I brought that up. Billy, did you lose uh, a lot of weight playing old video games? Wow, what a leading question, Brandon. Why, yes, I did. <laughs> 
If you look up old video game hour live videos, you'd see that I've lost like a hundred pounds since then. So, oh my gosh, congrats! That's amazing. I just worked out and and ate healthy and stuff. But the way that I kind of figured out how to get over the hump of working out and doing like a you know a stationary bike or something was I would plug in my old Super Mario Three or just any platformer, like any simple two button platformer where I just had to focus so much on like jump timing and that's it. And just running through a level in a quick amount of time completely distracted me from the fact that I was like pedaling and sweating. So I would ride the bike for like two hours and not even realize it. Yeah. Be completely drenched in sweat. And if it was like a game where there were cutscenes or I'd read a bunch, like I would, I, it wouldn't work. But if it was a game where I just had to do nothing but focus on like platformer mechanics, I was just completely zoned in. I had no idea. idea that that was like the secret to your uh, your weight well, loss. Well, I mean, the diet was probably the secret to the, <laughs> to the weight loss. Like, no, 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 no. It was the give video credit game. to the video games. So my favorite thing about classic games and you know gaming in the '90s or early aughts, whatever, was the internet was still new. People weren't playing games online. So just the idea of having your friends over to sit down and plug in like four controllers or do like a land party and have like two 64s and have eight controllers or something. That was like the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. I think my first land party was uh, with the Xbox and Halo. Yeah, maybe it was Halo where we were actually like networking the boxes together to do eight. I'm trying to think yeah. of any 64 games that that would happen, but I don't think there were. I don't think the 64 had any network. Yeah, that's right. Capability. I think it just, but the thing was the 64 had four controller input. So it felt like, you know. Yeah, and you'd have like two games going on at once. If your like friend had two TVs or something, you go in one game room and everybody was playing Star yeah. Fox and you go into another game and everybody was playing GoldenEye or Perfect Dark or, you know, whatever. You guys were alive to have friends over oh you didn't have friends no over? she always had no, to leave man. remember to the sleepover thing no but not a weird. sleepover just friends no, no 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 my my mom would not she didn't she was not a fan of people coming to the house why because your house looked like a uh like an ebay store because of all the weapons she was <laughs> making <laughs> like where because oh, she, an ebay store warehouse you don't want people to get into the forge she didn't want people to look at her treasures <laughs> so uh, yes your mom is such a gremlin <laughs> or wait wait what What's the what? What are the creatures that hoard treasure? Am I thinking of dragons? Maybe leprechauns. <laughs> leprechauns. Yeah, your mom's. Your mom is a total leprechaun. So you mean gnomes? Won, like gnomes? A, do gnomes still hoard? Know. But anyway, she one. She didn't like people at our house because then people would know that what our the inside of our house would look like. And somehow think I think she always thought that someone would like sneak a key or something and then be able to break into the house. Uh, she was also afraid of boys coming over because she thought that like the moment she wasn't looking, they'd get you preggers. We would just get the sex would just <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then <laughs> if I turn around penetration. And so I don't <laughs> Brandon, do you remember like my mom and dad would do that thing where they would like walk. It was at our old house. They would just walk up and down the hallway acting like they have to get something in the bedroom and then come back out. And they'd open the door very quickly. <laughs> I'm like, no, no mere human can open a door that abruptly. <laughs> like, it's like they like, tippy-toe. And then they, like they're behind yeah. the door. You can't see them. They're like tippy-toeing so you can't tell. And then it's just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I, land parties were like this foreign thing that I had no. I know they existed. I, I hope that I could be a part of it someday. 
But that involved people coming to your house and knowing where you live, and 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 Grace was not a fan of that. No, Grace said no. Grace said my my children will have no friends. She's like my house, my treasure. That's so funny because I mean that that's what happens when you're the oldest, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, by the time your little brother was like in high school, I mean like he was getting like everybody pregnant, right? <laughs> Just all every so many pregnant people always. Um, yeah. So I remember. Um, Land parties, it was really all about Halo, and that's when I, uh, it was something I, I enjoyed a little bit until I learned, and for those of you guys who remember Halo 1, um, pumping the pistol as opposed to just holding it down changes everything dramatically, and then I became instantly better than everyone I knew, like, personally, and which made things awkward when you're drastically better than all your friends. Um, oh yeah, you were why, pretty good. I yeah. do remember that. So, which is why then I started looking into XP Connect, uh, which was like a terrible makeshift online Xbox service until uh, Xbox Live launched with Halo Two. That was kind of the cool thing about playing with people in the room with you. Is you did learn a lot of things that like they picked up about the game. So like I remember learning how to do the power slide in Super Mario Kart or in Mario Kart sixty four, and I was like wait, why is my friend, like, why is it turning orange and then purple behind the car? And he's like, oh, I'm doing a power slide. Well, how do you do that? Oh, you hit R and then you go left, right, left, right, left, right on the controller on a turn. And I was like, holy shit. And that gives you a boost? Yeah. And it's like, unless, you know, I was playing with people, I didn't pick up that kind of shit. Yeah, but it's just the quality level of the average people that you would know versus when you go online is just so unbelievably large. Like, I thought I was, like, amazing until online play started. And I was like, oh, I'm terrible at this. Uh, you know, it's it's just, I, I think that's really, like, been, like, the huge shift with online gaming is just, it's just so much more competitive. But you can't screen watch anymore. That's true. I never screen watched. That wasn't a fucking bitch. <laughs> Only bitches screen, screen watch. Oh, my God. I used to play, I remember StarCraft. You know, I would play, like, the self- whatever campaign of starcraft and then i went and played with friends and they would all just destroy me and they were like well what's your build order and i was like what the fuck is a build order (laughs) all right are we ready for top five oh oh top five top five oh wait wait did you guys ever i have one more thing um okay so we talked about like fighting games and we talked about rpgs and we talked about games that have a lot of boobs in them we Uh, did we should have. Mm, or like just that co- dead or alive volleyball theme. game. <laughs> it was a theme. So Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever play any like hack and slash games? Yeah. I played a game called Dynasty Warriors. Oh my god! Can we play together? I fucking love Dynasty Warriors. Is that Warriors. what you were gonna bring up? Yes! Dynasty Warriors? <laughs> when I was uh God, maybe I was in ninth grade, I was a freshman in high school, <laughs> and I you know, had ADD and I didn't want to do all of my reading assignments. And so I would get books on tape and listen to books on tape and play (laughs) Dynasty Warriors on mute. And so I was like, it was like a tale of two cities. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And I was some guy with like a pole staff just ripping through people. Like trying to find Lubu and Chow Chow and all that. I don't know any of the names. You never played. I thought we played Dynasty Warriors with you. I was like, can we just play Halo again? I loved playing Halo with you guys. We would do hang. I, well, no, it wasn't Hang 'em High. I forget. It was that uh, the multiplayer map that was a mirror image. It was like a space station mm. that was meant for sniping. Yeah. And I just remember sniping your little sister. She was like, I don't know, eight <laughs> at 
time. <laughs> be like, oh, look at this fucking little kid. I'm going to shoot her in the head. And she's like, no. And that's why she hates video <laughs> Does games. Does she really hate video like, games? Yeah, she doesn't play anymore. She thinks it's stupid. Oh, actually, no. She started playing Animal Crossing on Switch. All right, are you ready for top five? All right, you boys and girls. It's time for Five Things with Keisha. With your host, Keisha. Five things with my girl. So I had like three different lists going for my top five. And I was going back and forth. One was like top five video games that I liked growing up. And then it was like top five female characters that I liked being slash playing slash seeing and then there's the top five fighting games so which which list do you guys think sounds more entertaining this is like a choose your own adventure (gasps) i wasn't listening i just just like all of our top five we never actually listen so we get to choose which top five we want it's really like a top 15 do you care about feminism fighting games or just overall best games i'll leave it up to you billy oh doesn't want to bring up feminism (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let's uh what what good girl characters are out there? I need to know. So, okay, number 5. I will say that most of these characters are um from fighting games because that's usually how I got to know them. You made weapons and like the way you got to know characters was their fighting style and a So, wait, I have a funny story though really quickly. So, there's like no character development in any of these games. Like I don't yes, think you understand is. what a role yeah, model. Yeah, no, because you like is. you unlock moves. How does that like expose your character? The There's bo- more the, effort the in moves. the game physics of like the breasts jiggling than the actual characterization. But then you also like, and then like in Mortal Kombat, you like unlock different fatalities and stuff. So, uh, okay. So one of my I'm no, so f- mad I shouldn't have chosen this. Number five. This is terrible. One of my favorite, my top, one of my five female characters that I really liked, also uh, was really uh, looked up to, was Chung Lee in Street Fighter, because one, she's Asian. Two, she had boobs. She had boobs. Yeah, she did. I only remember the legs. Yeah, so she had big legs, and when I when I have pretty big legs, and I remember being like real self confident or conscious about them. And then I saw Chung Lee like kicking everyone's ass and I was like, all good. And then I grew up and then people started like fetishizing Chung Lee. Spoiler alert, they were fetishizing her back then and, too. Oh, and big legs. Guys who like thunder thighs. Yeah, like I've I've gotten creepy slash still flattering messages on like dating apps before where it would be like, uh, you're beautiful, you seem interesting, wrap your legs around my face. <laughs> Jesus. So that's kind of what I looked at, right? I looked at like the girls that were pretty awesome. Physically look the same. Asian characters were not a thing really on TV and movies when I was growing up. So really video games was all I had. So I thought like showing your boobs and stuff was totally cool because Chung Lee did it and all the other characters did. Number four (laughs) character. Jesus Christ, that's depressing. Uh, Number four, number four. Okay, am I am I misremembering this? Because <laughs> I think I am. Is this a girl, Luigi? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I remember growing up thinking that Zero from Mega Man was a female. You're thinking of Seamus. No. No, 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 Seamus from Metroid. No, no, no. Okay, Mega Man. Right? There's the blue guy. Yeah. The, the red one. Man. Wasn't that Zero? Oh. 
Mega Man X? I have no idea. No, it's zero. Guys, how do you not know what I'm talking about? Red Mega Man? Mega Man. No, it's definitely a no, boy. No, it's not. The two little, look at the green dots on the front. Those are boobs. I'm looking at the wiki article. It's definitely a boy. Gender, male. Okay, well, no one told 12-year-old Keisha that, so I thought it was a girl. <laughs> and I thought that Mega Man had a cool girl best friend that they ran around and blew stuff up with, but then sometimes you weren't sure if Zero was actually a good person or a bad one, but now I know. That makes sense. I thought Tails, I always thought Tails was a girl. Tails is not a girl. He's a, it's a boy? Yeah, it's, uh, I think his name is Miles Tails. I think Tails is his last name. Is that right? Miles Tails? That doesn't sound like a real name. <laughs> what about Kirby? Is Kirby... Does Kirby have gender? I don't think he has genitalia. Why did you say he? What pronouns does Kirby use? Ooh, geez, that is a tougher them, they, I guess. Do you think that it's female because it's pink? No, I'm just curious. It's an amorphous blob. Is Kirby a girl? Kirby is male in English and gender unknown in Japanese, according to Wikipedia. See? In the cosplay world right now, gender is really not important. I mean, you have people that are cosplaying as whatever character they want to be, gender be damned. That's great. I'm all for it. I was just trying to leave an open forum for Kirby. <laughs> okay, so basically you have listed Chun-Li for reasons that are completely fetishized. Um, no, man, she was like a good role model because she kicked butt and then because she, had she, nice, had she had nice legs. and legs is what you said. Tits and yeah, exactly. Look, I understand... That as a white male, there are many things in your life growing up that you got to look up to and idolize. Like, I did not have that. It was either fucking Mulan or Chun-Li. Yeah, and Mulan didn't have <laughs> tits and legs. You led with Chun-Li for that exact reason. Anyways, I so Chun-Li, whatever. I'm fine with it. Go ahead. She had a really awesome spammy kicking move. She was cool. Yeah. Then you listed a boy. She's not a boy. I didn't know it was a boy. At the time when I was growing up, I thought it was a girl. They were, it's very confusing. So maybe honorable mention. You should come up with another character real quick. But no, go ahead. Number three. Because if you look her, if you look up the fit, the picture of Zero, there's three, three things in front of his chest that look like boobs. But you understand that most women have two boobs, not three? <laughs> no, there's, there's only two point. of those. It's a There's great only point. two of those green things. There isn't. There isn't three. I see. You just, no, you you just said. You just said there were three things. You did <laughs> just say that. There were three dots. You literally said oh, that. And then Brandon immediately started shaming people with three nipples. Look, I'm not discriminating. <laughs> I, I I like you know. Give me give me ten nipples. I'm What's all that for scene it. in Total Recall? You make me wish I had three hands, and I don't remember. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Oh, what a great movie. So my next one, you guys are going to hate because I don't remember the, her name. So I'm just going to describe it and maybe you guys can tell me <laughs> what the name of this character is. So do you remember? It was like a, a video I, game. I hate you. <laughs> it was a you had so long. There so we are actually, <laughs> this is our second recording. You've had... I'm weeks so busy. She described it as I have three post-its. <laughs> okay, there was a video game that came out recently and the lead character was this girl that was wearing all black and she had glasses and she had short hair. Bayonetta? Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Yes. She's in girl. Smash. Oh yeah, she is in Smash. But she's one of them that I liked because for a while I used to wear glasses 
and I thought it was cool that they had a superhero or a hero or feminine, like a strong female character that also was visually impaired. She had glasses, right? Am I misremembering that? She did have glasses. I hate your list so much. <laughs> visually impaired? I, it's not like it's a handicap. Yeah, like, but I, it's- if you're going to create a character for a video game, like... You would, why wouldn't you give them perfect vision? We're talking about classic just, games and you're quoting a game from like two years ago. No, it was like from five years ago. You didn't give me time frame parameters. So No, nah, it's, it's probably like 10 years ago. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's good. Uh, where am I, number two? I don't know. I, you, you chose a role model because they had glasses. Because I relate to them. Because of the glasses. And the boobs. The glasses, the boobs. Oh, man, it does not take much <laughs> to impress you. You're more shallow than most men. Number two. Uh, I hinted at this earlier. I, I said that if I could pick one thing from a video game, it would be her sword, which is Ivy from uh, Soul Calibur. Yeah, like the, 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 the fighter that probably broke the record for least amount of clothing you can wear in a fighting game. What's her name? Ivy. Ivy. She has like the white hair. She's kind of purplish. It's like kind of her theme. And then she has Jesus. <laughs> you don't remember her? He didn't play the game. Yeah, I didn't play it. It was it was like pretty much like when you had a Dreamcast, you had like four games you Dude, could she's get. She's amazing. This was one. I of mean, them. there is also remember there is one version of the game where she has this like revolutionary pirate outfit. Yeah, it was I'm a little at bit it. more, you know, a little more uh very reserved. Very yeah. reserved. Yes. So I liked her because one, she had a cool weapon and also You were about to say she had boobs. <laughs> God damn it. So uh, you look up to characters. <laughs> Listen. With boobs. The, the way that they make these characters move so easily in these video games, given how much boobs they have, they're huge. And they're like jumping around, twirling, kicking people, punching If you them. had done any research at all, like, you didn't put Laura, is it Lara Croft? Lara, Lara Laura, yeah. Lara Craft, like she's a strong, you know, feminine. Yeah, but like that's like an obvious war. choice. I was going for kind of like Samus. A- Samus, go. You go through Metroid and just kick ass, and it takes forever. And it's super hard, and you don't even know it's a woman. In the original NES version, you get to the end of the game, and it just like is a okay, huge well, then reveal. Okay, save this for your list. No, it's not, this is not your list time. This is Keisha's list. The time. women that he looked up to as a young boy. <laughs> All right, what's your number My one? My number one is it's gonna be fucking terrible it's katana from mortal kombat oh, god fuck you why katana because she had the cool blades and then she also had to combat like fighting with her twin evil sister who was gonna try to kill her eventually there's like some internal struggle there did she have sigh or did she have fans she had the fan it wasn't her sister it was a it was like a it a was her they, they clo- weird clone they that was created up, they grew in the up together no they didn't uh-huh. like no melina was created no. in like shang no, song skin dungeon yeah but they didn't grow up together yes they, they did. grew up in a no, they, did they grew not. up in like a double wide trailer on the outside of town they grew up <laughs> no. together they learned how to fight together. It was like no. It was like Nebula and Gamora, where they like no, became assassins, not. and they had to take over. You're making all of this up in your head. You know what it was? You just saw another pair of boobs, and you were like, "Oh, I look up to this girl." I like the color blue and boobs. Katana. Yeah. I st- oh, yeah. cool fans. Number one is Katana. People, I liked her, and she was amazing in the the Mortal Kombat movie. She was also amazing and played a much bigger role in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So 
Kitana is my number one female video game character. After this pandemic, we got we got to get together and watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation again. It's so yes. good. I hate you all. I mean, at least you didn't choose Princess Peach. She's basically she, she's basically a MacGuffin. <laughs> all right, Billy, what do you got for the bottom five? Number one, Keisha. Number two, Keisha. Number three, Keisha. <laughs> Oh, we need a theme song. It's the bottom five. It's got, it's got to be like metal. Bottom five. Bottom five. Yeah. You will die or you will eat the bottom five. <laughs> Is that Slipknot? Is that a Slipknot cover band we just heard? I think I said you will die or you will eat the bottom five, which is really confusing. I can make that into a track. I got it. I'll, I'll hook you up. Bottom five. Bottom five. You will die or you will eat the bottom five. Yeah, so I decided to do the worst things that video games have done to culture. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Okay, overachiever. What did you what did you plan for this? Come on. And I want it on the record that I didn't write it on a post-it <laughs> note. <laughs> Was it at least three separate post-it notes, or did you fit all three different lists on one post-it? These are my notes. There are different lists. God damn it. I am inspired by the low level of effort that you put into this podcast, Keisha. But yeah, here I am demanding new headphones. (laughs) Okay, counting down from five to one, because I know that's the way that Brandon likes it. No, Brandon likes one. No, one to five. (laughs) Okay, number one. Esports leagues. Yeah, the esports are fucking terrible. The idea that instead of people who have actually like done something that's physically incredible their entire lives and we're I mean, sure, you can argue that watching competitive sports is dumb, but it's a part of our society as a like a, as a whole and it's been thousands of years of people watching human gladiators throughout the ages and now I'm watching somebody like move a controller are you kidding me? There's something awesome. Like, you don't have to be a sports fan to see someone do, like, an Olympic gymnast yeah. move. But to see somebody, like, twiddle a joystick and have yeah. hundreds of people, not thousands, millions of people watching, fuck off. Also, why do they have, they have jerseys, too. They have, like, matching uniforms. I hate it. It makes me so angry. Remember when the pandemic started, they were like, oh, well, like, esports will just be a bigger thing. And then people looked at it, they're like, oh, no, just, just make the athletes play in the pandemic. Number two. On that same vein, the rise of YouTube. Like in, just in general? Like YouTube as a platform? As a film television major, the idea that putting millions of dollars into big budget quality dramas or into the golden age of television, which you know started with The Sopranos and has been completely displaced by fucking little juvenile kids watching other people play video games online and on YouTube videos, watch along parties. Like all of this shit started because of YouTube. And I can't fucking stand that. Like we've become just a society built around watching other people do things, not create things, just do things that were created for us. Drives me absolutely bananas. Why? What's wrong with it? Like, you know, if it's funny, there's no accomplishment. Anybody can play that game. Yeah, anybody can hit a golf ball. People still watch they golf. Can't. Not everybody can hit a golf ball. I, yeah, anybody can hit a golf ball. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah? What about quadriplegics? They can hit it. <laughs> they can't play on no YouTube shit. either. No shit. You know what? I bet they could find a way. There's always a way. What, would you like to play a game? I am Stephen Hawking. Check out my YouTube stream. Yeah, but Billy, you're moving your hand, man. A quadriplegic can't move their hand. You're right. He had Lou Gehrig's disease. 
R.I.P. My point is, art used to be quality. Now art is junk. It's just recycled junk, and it's all thanks to YouTube. Instead of people who are qualified to actually make things, we've just started putting out a fucking yard sale of entertainment that is YouTube. It's a flea market. It is the lowest quality trash, and it has completely replaced an entire industry of hardworking people who have a gift of storytelling. I can't fucking stand it. And most of it stems from video games. Yeah, no, I, 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 I buy that. All right. Number three. And this is where it really gets, you know, personal. I thought you were going to say this is where it gets good. No, no, it doesn't get good ever. <laughs> oh, wait, that was yours. Fucking posted bitch. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> hey, put that on a shirt. Post it, bitch. I Who's like going to wear something that's a bitch I on will. it? I will wear post it. Keisha will only wear it if it's like a deep cut V. <laughs> Hey, these are the gifts that I were given. I was given. I have been given. I have bought for myself. No, No, these are natural. Are you saying your boobs are gifts? From God. Wow, you have a very high opinion of your own boobs. They're pretty good. I've been told. Anyways, (laughs) I have references. (laughs) (laughs) Little kids cursing you out on video games. Oh, yes. Like... I don't know. I played Counter-Strike and people would razz each other and stuff, but I didn't play video games probably uh, in any sort of online capacity for probably, I don't know, 10 years or something. And then my buddy who I lived with after college had, it was whatever the one that was Modern Warfare was. And I got on and played a first person shooter for the first time in 10 years. And this, you know, yeah, this little like four year old kid got on and like just headshotted me every time and then would squat over my corpse and like mouth fuck me with this oh, they little would, oh they'd like teabag yeah. you I, there's gotta be nothing more humiliating than having some like kid who can't even tie his own fucking shoes just like put his gun in your mouth and pull the trigger some kid whose balls haven't even dropped teabagging you there's nothing there's no bag and he's he's probably gonna do nothing but watch YouTube videos for like 20 hours straight until he you know jerks himself off until he can't use his hand anymore can't find any love in his life and eventually dies lonely Jesus oh Christ. sorry I'm not bitter <laughs> number four. The alternate reality that people are good at things that they're actually bad at and have no skills at. Hey! <laughs> are you talking about me and podcasting? I feel Is this targeted. Is that what this is yeah. about? Is I it you confronting me right now? That I, like, Guitar Hero. Instead of actually, Ooh, like, investing yourself hey. into learning music and, like, experiencing some sort of knowledge that's been passed down from generation to generation, understanding music, taking on a new appreciation for how to listen to music... You've got somebody who's basically done a DDR pattern with their left hand and thinks that they know so a lot fun. about music or rock band. Not everyone. At least rock band. Not everyone had, knows music. At least rock band had like a drum kit, which which actually would in some way, shape, or form yeah, translate sure. to playing a real instrument or the vocal line, maybe. But like Pokemon Snap. I can't actually take real pictures. I'm going to learn photography by having a fixed camera move across and clicking a button to make it feel like I'm actually in charge of what's happening here. Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. You know that story that Keisha told earlier where a mom goes to the fucking Eiffel Tower and is getting a Mr. Mime. <laughs> she can't even experience real life, so it has to be through VR. Dude, fucking Grace. What are you going to say about that, huh? Who's your favorite <laughs> night or thir- whatever the fuck this show is? Who's your favorite co-host now? Mm, she's still not impressed with you, Brandon. 
Really? She really likes Billy. Oh, man. Even like, after he called her out like this? Well, we'll find out. God damn She's it. She's probably we'll laughing right now. But, I mean, even cosplay. Like, think about what Keisha just did. She basically just told us that, like, there's a society out there that's, instead of living in the real world, they're replicating art, the art being video games. And now Keisha thinks that the most important thing is having thunder thighs and big tits. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty important. What is that doing for society? Yeah, and I don't know. Was Chun-Li, like, you seem to have, like, an overinflated opinion of your own boobs. Just the other day, I remember on a different podcast, you were talking about how, like, they're mostly just full of, like, unprocessed food. They're snacks. So they fall in and they go under it. And then when I'm, like, about to take a shower, like, food comes out because it's just falling You're talking about milk? No, but, like, food, like Cheetos. She has, like, crumbs and, like... It just falls in my shirt sometimes. What the fuck? It's pretty gross. It's like a Pez dispenser? It's not gross. It happens all the time. I just imagine it's just, like, chicken, like, fried chicken that just, like, falls out in there. Do you eat the crumbs? (laughs) No. Is that why Chonks follows you around? (laughs) (laughs) Frozen green beans in your bra? He's just waiting for it to come out. Oh, I love that dog. No. Yes. No, not not him waiting to eat green beans out of my boobs. The worst thing that video games has done to culture has nothing to do with the gamers themselves. It has to do with the people like me, the people who are boomers who are completely judgmental and don't understand video game culture and have blamed it for every harrowing thing that has happened on planet Earth. The obesity epidemic. Oh, it's all because these people play video games. The violence epidemic. Oh, well, you know, those kids from Columbine played Doom and Duke Nukem. So if your kids play that or Grand Theft Auto, they're going to go shoot up their school. The fucking ADHD. Oh, kids didn't have ADD until they started playing video games. Sexual dysfunction. Oh, these kids, they think that, you know, big boobs are the only way to go, like Keisha, because they <laughs> grew up in a world where there are all of these 3D Shut model up. jugs out oh, there. Let me, let like, me live. The, the thing that is worst about video games is that society has found some way to put all of their problems on just like this thing that kids do to dick around and pass the time. It's no different than the fucking kid who ran down the street in the 1930s with a little ring and he hit it with a stick and rolled Rolled it down. I don't even know what that is. Jacks, not jacks, but something like that. It's a fucking game. It's not a big deal. And yet the entirety of society is completely ruined because these kids are playing video games that the adults don't understand. It's the biggest fucking scapegoat for all of society's problems. When you can't think of what the actual cause is, or if you don't want to address it, blame video games. Blame video games. Yeah, if anything, it like lets people vent. It gets aggression out. It get it helps people like release. That's why Grace played it with the tennis because she had a lot of stress in her life, and she was like, Whoosh. "So basically, you just heard uh, a full cycle <laughs> of how I criticize video games for a bunch of stuff, and then named myself as the worst thing, which is why I hate myself, which is why I have so much pent up rage, which is why the bottom five is effective, <laughs> is because everything I say is wrong. Don't listen to me, and fuck you. No, I remember like God when you get mad when you got mad in college. I was like Billy. Just load up Grand Theft Auto 4, uh, get a sniper rifle, go to the top of a building, and just go nuts. And you were good after that. Yeah, and I didn't turn into Charles Whitman. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Maybe if Charles Whitman had some video games... Maybe he, oh, actually, I don't know. He had like a tumor growing in his head. That's a bad example. Yeah, the people who are prone Wait, to so violence are prone to violence way before video games. Exactly. Brandon, did you have a video game that you played when you were stressed out? No, we just masturbated. 
And with that, we're I done. <laughs> Look, no. you're single now. You got some free time. If you want to play Smite or PUBG, I'm down to play with you and I can like help Brandon, you. Brandon, though, we tried playing video games together before. Do you remember? We played Halo. You were like so much better than me. And then I got annoyed. Because you were getting mad at you were trying to coach me. Yeah, but the, I, you know, I was, I was dumb. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, it's when I that is when I thought the point of video games is to be good, and now I realize the point of video games isn't to be good. It's just to either entertain yourself or to entertain others. Like I, I've done a lot of let's plays, and the whole point, I, at no point in a, when I ever sat down to do a let's play. Was I ever like... This is the reason there will never be another Breaking Bad? <laughs> was I ever like, oh, I really want to be good at this game? It was always, you know, what would make the best content? What would be the most entertaining thing for people to watch? And I think that's, you know, it's true. Even if you're not, you know, no one's watching you. It's just like, what's the most fun thing? What's the most fun experience? So, um, and I think like, you know, playing with your buddies... And whether or not you win or lose is is probably like, you know, the, the most rewarding experience you can get. So uh, we're trying to see if we can do some PUBG. I think it'd be fun to do some PUBG videos. Uh, I'm sure we're not going to win, but I do think it'll be fun. So is that it? I think that's it, guys. So uh, I ain't learned anything. But, you know, I, I learned that Keisha does not take the top five seriously. Like, just use five yes, post-its. At least expand from three post-its with 15 ideas to five post-its with one idea on each. But that's bad for the environment. It's wasteful in the post Oh, my God. I'm so mad at you right now. It's not good for the environment. So I'm actually... Your thank you, Mother Earth. So what did we learn today? Fucking nothing. Yeah, I learned that video games are both awful and good. I think video games uh, are really amazing. Um, I think anything that can, you know, allow you to experience being someone else or something else is pretty dope. Uh, I had no idea that all it took to be a role model for female gamers was just TNA. a pair of tits. No, yeah. and badass moves and kicking and men's asses. Moves. And kicking men's asses. And glasses. All right. My name has been... Brandon, um, Billy, say something Billy-ish. Uh, fuck everybody. No, just kidding. Thank you all for listening. I'm sorry if I have horrible hot takes on video games. I don't play them much. And I'm much more looking forward to our next episode on Halloween. Ooh. Yep, yep. Ooh, are we teasing episodes Yeah, I, I just teasing episodes. Wow. Up the game. We're like a real show. That's cool. Kinda. Keesh, say goodbye to the people. Bye, everyone. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for Wrong Side of 30. My name has been Brandon. Uh, we will see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.